BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Very excited to have three of the best babes from Studio 285 in my kitchen right now. As you know, I like to bring funny, hilarious, ridiculous people into your world. I don't give a fuck about celebrities anymore. They don't entertain me. I like you to get to know the people who are in my life every day, day to day, And if you don't know Amber and Boho Britt from Augusta, Georgia, then you are missing out. These are the women who are part of my glam squad. They keep my hair right. They are boss babes running a shempire. And I'm currently getting what I would say a, um, it it looks like a horse tail full of hair extensions being put in my head. And we are about to start coloring my roots. So I thought no better time than the present than to interview the team my glam squad, Amber and Brittany Harrington. First, we got Amber. Britt is actually working. Amber, but welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Heather. Thank you so much for having us today. Now, Amber, how would you describe, A, your relationship with your sister and how the business runs? You were the brains, analytics, and you're more of the, you were the boss babe behind mm. the actual creative genius that is Correct. Yes. I would say that it's a very much love-hate. Yes, same. (laughs) It's a yin and a yang. Much like you and Ashley, I would say. I'm the thick-neck sister. Yes. She's the little, teeny, tiny sister. And we hate her for it. Hate. She's trying to put on weight. What is that like? I don't know. I don't know what that is. Um, I'm I'm over here trying to get liposuction for this (laughs) wedding. Trying to slim down to get a boyfriend in Italy. We'll see how that works out, everybody. Okay, now let me just back it up. First of all, I think before we even get into your business, your life, we need to explain how we met, all right? (laughs) Now, obviously, you can hear a thick accent. My listeners are probably like, where the hell are these girls from? You were from where? I am from Augusta, Georgia, which is the second largest city in Georgia. Is that what they're saying? Mm -hmm, That's what they're saying. (laughs) Um, Most everyone, of course, we have a business here in Atlanta, Georgia. And then in Augusta, Evans to be exact. Just so you know, everyone in Augusta is terrified, terrified of the Atlanta traffic. That's why they don't come up here. That's what I noticed. But I love it that y'all also say, y'all y'all come up here. We're not north of y'all. Yes, you are. You no, get cold, ex- you get snow. 
We don't get that down there by the river. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. So Heather, where? So yeah. when Heather came for the golf tournament, yeah, the Masters, the Masters. The reason why where you stayed was on the hill. Okay. okay? And the reason why it's on the hill uh-huh. is because the hill is near that Savannah River. Got it. And so what happened was, is back in the day, the people, they would be down by the river, but then they'd go up on the hill to get away from the mosquitoes. Got it. So if you were wealthy, you lived up on the hill. Yes, you had two houses. Okay, mm-hmm. you had one by the river. And then one up on the hill. And one up on the hill. Okay, right. wow. So that's where you stayed. You stayed on the hill. I stayed on the hill. Mm-hmm. So I'm a lady of luxury is you what you're saying. Were, yeah, you were that week. Okay, there you go. <laughs> now, we met because I had gotten a terrible dye job oh, when I was living in New York. So let's just back up a little bit. I had found you guys on Instagram. I mean, y'all do a ton of celebrities, but you do a Pretty ton does of- several housewives. Yes, yeah. you do a lot of housewives. But you guys were up in New York doing a fellow friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And this fellow friend had seen how bad my dye job was. Your hair was white. My hair was white. It was white walker. It was it was terrible. New York City cannot do blondes. They can't. They cannot. Love them, but they can't do blondes. And you were, you were white-headed. I was white-headed. Mm-hmm. I was toe-headed. And I was about to go on the damn Today, Today show. show. With Jenna Bush. And I get a phone call from this mutual friend that said... You cannot go on national television looking like this. I got my hair girls from Augusta here up at my fancy apartment on the Upper East Side. I'm, they're going to be down at your house yeah, where, in 15 where minutes. We, where did we, what was that address? We were at the Baccarat. And we yeah. came on down with a driver. Yeah, you came down on where, down. Where you were at. Down in the poor people's part of um, <laughs> it was, New York. It, was, it wasn't, but yeah, yeah. yeah so it, we came down there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we went through a back grid and then yeah. we went down uh, some stairs and then we went around and we passed yeah. some people and then yeah, we you, found it we found ourselves in the elevator exactly you had to give a riddle to the troll underneath the bridge <laughs> and then you were allowed in he had dreads and i don't yeah yeah once you finally got up up to me now mind you this was a like 15 minute from start to finish from the moment i got the phone call to the moment you guys arrived at mm-hmm. my front door got off the elevator it was 15 minutes flat and it was an emotional physical clusterfuck for me y'all get off the elevator and all of a sudden you're in tears i started crying because i want you guys to know that i am a true heather mcban fan i'm a real fan that manifested her into my life you did you can do it too and I manifested her. Just, I would go to every person, every client Brittany had in her chair. I would say, do you know Heather McMahon? She's this comedian in Atlanta. And I would make them follow you. So I kind of feel like. I no, no, no. You, you are 100% a part of building my empire. And I will forever I'm be grateful. I'm telling you, I was the secret sauce behind it all. She used me. Yes, I. The talent. Yes. To get to Heather. I, and you have to give I, my boyfriend credit, too, because he was obsessed with Heather. And yeah. he said, you need to be friends with her, and you need to do her hair. And That's I was like, true. yeah, sure. Let me just. And so I was more than willing to pimp my sister out to meet a celebrity <laughs> that I wanted to see. And so I, I was telling Brittany, oh, I'm going to be cool. I'm not going to fangirl. The elevator doors opened. You're weeping, dry and, heaving. And you popped out of your little <laughs> you popped out of your little apartment door and you said, Hey girls, I'm over here. And I just started weeping, tears down my face. And then Brittany was immediately And it was the greatest moment you know, of my life. Because I, y'all walk in with these thick Augusta accents. Mm-hmm. You had two carry-ons full of hair from Balmond. Now you got yep. your own hairline, even better. Hair, but- 
but you rolled in and y'all just said, uh-uh, you are not going on the Today Show looking like this. We got to fix it. We gotta Three fix hours it. later, I came out looking like Miss fucking Georgia. And then Jenna Bush gave you the best compliment, on-air compliment on her hair. And who did it? Well, Boho Brit. Boho Brit. And Boho's putting in but, some, some foils right now. So we, we love Boho. She fixed the blonde. She had put in a few, two, just a few little extension pieces just to zhuzh it up on the sides. Right. And you looked like a million bucks. And I felt like a million bucks. And the biggest thing for me was there's a something about Southern people. When you are kindred spirits, we speak the same language. Mm-hmm. And I may not have as thick of an accent as you. And I know my, I'm, I'm really half Yankee because my mom's from Boston. Mm. But when y'all, this is a Southern thing that women do. We're going to find you and help you. Doesn't matter if you want the help or not. Amen. Sometimes people can think like, why is this woman up in my business? Because y'all saw me and said, we cannot let a sister from the South go on national television looking bootleg as hell. It just, no, we were not going to let you go out like that. And I appreciate that. And we and were there for you. We wanted to get that right. And Jeff sat on our couch in our apartment for three hours while y'all did our, my yes. hair. And he just sat there with his mouth open okay. going, what's happening? Where did these angels come from? <laughs> And he loved the hair afterwards. He said, that's the way she's supposed to look. And yeah. we said, well, we're ha- that's the biggest compliment we could have had, Jeff. Now, listen, y'all are doing an amazing thing. You have, you, but more importantly, I love you because you guys have such great personalities and we'll get into all that. But I do want to touch on the business aspect of it. You're in a sister business. Mm-hmm. Brittany, who's coloring my hair right now, is the creative side of the business. She's the actual talent, the artist. She's so great at her job. And then you more so, and you're the older sister. Yes. You are the business brain behind the brand. I do the, the logistics brand. of everything. And what does that entail? Oh, my gosh. Everything from her flights to her coordinating her schedule to packaging to yeah. orders. I mean. Everything. Hiring. Firing. Firing. Yeah. HR. Make sure that she eats. She makes sure, make sure she, she gets her pills, you know, all types <laughs> Dr- of things. Drink your juice, Shelby. Drinks her juice. <laughs> like, when she was losing too much weight, everyone was blaming it on me. And I'm like, I can't make You're her. You're like, no, let me tell you right now. She is my younger sister, my younger, thinner sister. Do you know much? I already hate her for yeah. being naturally thin. No, I'm not trying to make, make yeah. it so she loses more weight. More weight. Yeah. So... With the business, though, now y'all started with your hair empire in Augusta, Georgia, which is, if you've never been to Augusta, it's God's country. It's the funniest place I've ever been. I love it. The people there are just salt of the earth. It's so great. But, and obviously you guys are well known for having the Masters Golf Tournament, but you started the hair empire in Augusta and then you opened a salon in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And now what is the next venture? You are doing Salty Locks your hair extension line. So our hair extension line is Salty Locks. You can find us on Instagram, Salty Locks Hair, E-X-T. We just did a huge show at the Premier Orlando show. And what does that mean? What is a huge show in the hair world? Well, okay, so you go to, it's the convention, and we debuted Salty Locks there because it's been shut down for the last three years due to COVID. Guys, can I just tell you right now, because you can't see this, Amber has now stood up. (laughs) She is now in a Straddle. Straddle across a bar stool and is now standing up about two inches from my face <laughs> recording this podcast <laughs> while we do color. I, wa- I wanted yeah. to get into my power Amber, stand. But you got to sit down because oh. you got to keep the microphone in one spot. Okay. God damn, these girls from Augusta. 
You know it. I'm addicted to it. I'm talking about that good, good, that athletic greens, baby. Here's what you do. You take the powder. You put one scoop in your water in the morning. You woof it back, and you are just starting your day off right. Why are we starting our days off wrong? We shouldn't. Make it easy breezy with Athletic Greens. When you're absorbing Athletic Greens, you're actually absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, all right, to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of the things. Did you even know that you needed to fix all those things? Yeah, you do. But guess what? With just one scoop of Athletic Greens, it gets right to it. I love it. It helps with my digestion. I feel like my skin's glowing. I'm sleeping better. It's also just so I don't have to carry on a bunch of freaking pills. Do you know who doesn't have time to be a pill lady? Me. That's right. I just bring around my little Athletic Greens wherever I go, and it is easy freaking breezy. Also, I love that it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, and it still tastes really freaking good. Here's the thing. Uh, right now, it's time to reclaim your health, and there's no need to have a million different pills. Just get Athletic Greens. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash absolutely to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Explain what is different about your company's Salty Locks with the hair extensions as opposed to other hair extension brands. All right. Well, let me back up. So we yeah. were, our salon, Brittany was doing extensions for celebrities, housewives, et cetera, Bravo. Right. And we, our company was piecemealing from all these other different brands of hair, right. trying to get wefts from here, clip-ins from here. Um, and we couldn't get any consistency across the board. So right. literally she and I went boots on the ground, coast to coast. I can't even tell you the types of back alleys I've been in. Okay. <laughs> and just kind of trying to get the information on the hair industry, which is this secret world that no one's going to help you with. Really? We basically found out that the hair trade has no FDA regulation on it. And what does that mean exactly? FDA, so no one's, there's no governing governing body. They could put anything on the package. They could say anything they want about it. So there's that no means rules. like where they get the hair from where or they the get quality it from, from. What's in it? How they've processed it. They can say this package of hair is 100% Remy human hair. And really, it might have one strand of human hair and the rest of it is just filler. What do you mean? You go, you're telling me some a bitches goat. are walk, walking around LA right now with goat hair. Yep. Oh, hell yes. Hair. Yes. Did you say yeah? Wait, sewer hold on. Sewer hair. They hair can do sewer. hair from sewers. They can do anything. And they they have the capability. Back up, back up. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. You're talking so goddamn fast. And I talk fast because we're country. But hold on. What do you mean dead body sewer hair? Like if there's a dead body found, they can take the hair off yes. a dead body. Yes. And this isn't like an organ donor no. saying, I'm donating mm -mm. my, no, my no, no, hair no, no. to a hair extension company. Mm -mm. This is just some shady boots. It's just shady, shady stuff. And then, that's, that's only on the sourcing side where they get, actually get the hair. Then it goes to the factory where it's processed. Okay. And the you can look it up. Uh, in 2020, there was uh, 13 tons worth of of human hair, so supposedly human hair, that was coming into the United States, and our government actually stopped it because it was from a Chinese concentration camp. 
They wait, stopped it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Like a mm-hmm. like a hair extension, so they're they're holding and people like, against their will. Making them process children. <gasps> and so, it, but th- we already knew all of this. Uh, and we were just so happy that there was actually like, finally our government was like stopping it. Le- they basically said this was so bad that they couldn't even turn a blind eye to it anymore. Wow. And this is how fucked up it is in the beauty industry. People don't realize, like, you have to understand where your products are coming from. You have to understand you as a consumer have a moral obligation and an ethical obligation to understand where the fuck this shit's coming from. And Brittany and I, we just, when we found all this out from doing our own boots on the ground work, going to these so-called factories and stuff, we just said, we want to be part of the solution, not part of the problem anymore. I love that. And stylists yeah. don't know, and consumers don't know what they don't know. Right. And so that's just sort of like our soapbox is like, just know where your hair's coming from. Just know where what you're purchasing is coming from. Um, we are all, all about empowering stylists, women in the industry. Yeah. Um, and we do business classes. We do extension classes. And we have our own hairline. So Brittany and I finally found manufacturing plant that processed the hair that we agreed to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That they're actual adults there that are being paid a wage and it's it's nothing shady or under the table. The hair only has two donors per pack. Okay. Where these other packages can have hundreds of people in a pack. And then the factory has to dip that hair in silicone and chemicals to make it all one consistency. Got it. So it's like, say, 15 women donate some hair, mm-hmm. but you're not getting... Maybe the- they donated it. Maybe right. they didn't. We don't know. God, that's so fucked up. They might have taken it out of a hairbrush. They might have swept it up off of a floor. They might have gotten it. That's dark. Yeah, a lot of dark, dark stuff. And so, this is all on YouTube. Too. Right. And, so, so now you feel like you're like, okay, we know where the sources are coming mm-hmm. from. We know that people are getting paid a living wage. Mm-hmm. We are trying as Salty Locks extensions. Mm-hmm. We want to have our own product. We want to empower other stylists to use our product. Mm-hmm. Because when you find, I mean, and I, I'm sure that's like, you know, when you start to darken those doors and find find out how shady the beauty business can be, you're like, I don't want to be a fucking a part of this. No, couldn't put my head down on a pillow at right. night knowing that, that that I was purchasing that type of product. So now you have Salty Locks mm-hmm. and you guys are fucking crushing it. And I mean, goddamn, I, I'm going to look like Anna Nicole Smith at my wedding and you're I could not be more gorgeous. excited. I'm like a mixture of Pamela Anderson and Anna Nicole. Exactly what I want. Exactly. You know? Yep. And maybe like one classy broad mix in there. It's, it's, I don't know who, but there's there's one. There's you know? dimension in there. I'm seeing. Yeah, we're gonna she's look about at to, She's about to tackle that hairline. Tackle the fucking hairline. Tackle it. And Amber, your biggest thing is is you will actually slap her on the wrist if you mm-hmm. don't like the hairline. Oh yeah, that's what I'm here to only <laughs> look at the hairline at the end and see if it's up <laughs> to my satisfaction. Now, if you're listening to this and you've never really colored your hair, I know this is like we're speaking truly in a different language. But, you know, what's wild to me is, you know, if you don't color your hair, good for you. But I've been coloring my hair since sixth grade. It is what it is. And the number one thing my mom always told me is if anybody tells you to go back to brunette, don't trust them. Because I'm a blonde. It is what it is. You know, and listen, it's all smoke and mirrors. You know, when people think, I never had hair extensions. We're doing them for the wedding. So we have, you know, make it a little thicker. But I lost all my hair last year when I did the egg freezing. And if I didn't have salty locks to clip in during my shows, I would have one fucking rack tail left. I didn't, my hair didn't get damaged from coloring it. It got damaged from all the fucking hormones. Right. 
And that's the thing is, you know, you don't realize as you get older, your hair thins, um, especially after a baby, your hair can come out. So y'all made me a bunch of clip-in extensions that I was taking on the road to mm -hmm. clip in. So when I'm doing my show, I can feel like a normal person instead of walking on stage with my one string rat tail. Hair, it really, it like, it changes people's lives. Right. Like we, my parents were at the show to see the show down in Orlando that we just went to. And they saw this lady come in. She did not have a lot of hair. She bought some extensions. They saw her get it installed. And then they saw her stand up and clap and like tear up because she just finally had the head of hair that she'd always wanted. And yeah. our mom probably talked about it for two days. And I was like, yeah, mom, we do that 15 times a day. <laughs> like you now know what we do. Thank Amber, you. Amber, it does not matter. It does not matter how successful no you are. Your family will never respect you. Mine doesn't right. either. I mean, I'm standing on stage at the Fox Theater and my mom's still bitching And at me I was crying. I, yeah, you were crying. And I'm still walking off stage <laughs> and Jeff's like, what's for dinner? It, it's, that's just, that's why I always make the joke. Like, I think I'll have to stay on the road for the rest of my life because that's the only place. The only place for 90 minutes a night where I feel truly in the pocket, in the zone, and yep. fully respected. And those people love you. They love me. And then as soon as I walk off on stage, I'm getting bitched She's at by somebody. No respect. No respect. Robin's in here bringing bootleg purses to go to Italy with. And we're like, what are you doing, Robin? I know. It's just, you know what? It's it's mass chaos. It's mass pandemonium. But I know that you, I mean, you listen, I've I, as somebody looking from an outsider looking in, you guys run such a tight ship. And you have a great business, but honestly, and I'll let Britt chime in here. Yeah. What's it like working with family? Because I'm trying to navigate that right now. Let me just say, I've had phone books thrown at me. I've been cussed out. Uh, I've been pushed. It's gotten volatile. It, <laughs> but but listen, Johnny three Depp. minutes later, after she cools off and her neck gets pulled off because it's red right now. It's red because she was on the soapbox just now, but she gets real red in the neck. That's how you know I'm passionate about something. Yeah. My so neck once flares. the red neck goes down, literally, you know, we're <laughs> like, what's for dinner? You know, what's up? Because we're sisters, but I'm also her husband. Oh. You understand? Oh, so I'm yeah. Feeling, I'm feeling many shoes right now. Many shoes. I don't oh. get no respect for that. That's right, Britt. You, listen, I, I feel that way because my sister's single too. And Who I got... fills your pills? <laughs> Who... Who, who pays your bills? Yeah, Heather McMahon would love to have her sister making sure all her automatic debits go. And she got, she calls up the car people, bring me a car, and then looks at me and says, handle all this paperwork. Yeah, uh-huh. My uh -huh. sister's keeper. Listen, maybe you've been handed hard at the pool, right? Just shoveling hot dogs, hamburgers, and all that other stuff down the throat. And you're like, okay, you know what? I don't have time. I don't have time to grocery shop. I don't have time to prep things for myself. But you know what? I need to feel, I need a cleansing. I just feel like I need to get some vegetables and fruits and some good wholeness into my life. Well, listen, that's why I love Daily Harvest, okay? I don't have that takeout temptation anymore. Daily Harvest helps me keep my freezer fully stocked with options that are delivered right to my door and are delicious, nourishing, and ready in minutes. They've got anything from harvest bowls, soups, flatbreads, snacks, smoothies, lattes, and more built on organic fruits and vegetables. I freaking love Daily Harvest. I think it's just such a no-brainer. Y'all, there are days where I'm in the studio and I don't even have time to think. I just go up to the freezer. I get a beautiful flatbread out, pop that bad boy in the microwave or the oven or the toaster oven, and I finally have something that's nutritious and good for you. It's good for my health. And it, listen, you know what else I love about them? 
They are good for the planet and the health of the planet. And by supporting Daily Harvest, they are supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil and deliver food in recyclable and composting packaging. I love Daily Harvest. Can't talk about them enough. Avoid the takeout temptation and get Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash absolutely to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash absolutely for up to $40 off your first box dailyharvest.com slash absolutely. Dude, you may have started to notice that there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, guess what? It's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps and it's called liquid death. People see me drinking it sometimes. I feel like a badass. Like I'm driving around town. I got my big tall boy of liquid death spring water. And they're like, oh my God, is she boozing behind the wheel. Hell no. I'm staying hydrated with that liquid death. I think it's a really great idea on their part for the marketing because basically it's like, why is this water called liquid death? Well, because it will brutally murder your thirst and indefinitely recyclable tall boys. Cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. You know me. I'm all about recycling. They also donate 10% of their profits of every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. And we are so freaking here for that. First and foremost, the water's just freaking delicious. You know that there's different tastes in waters. I don't care if anybody says like, oh, you know, all bottled water tastes the same. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. The liquid death is crisp, refreshing. It's from the damn Alps. It doesn't get better than this. And I just love it. I love it. It's easy. I can throw it in my car. I like the tall boys. I love the cans. It's my jam. And I love the fact that we are not putting more plastic into the earth because one day our children will not even have a planet to live on because we've literally killed all the animals and killed the ocean with the plastic. Here's the thing. I think you should try them out. I love them. They have a great sparkling water. It's all freaking delicious. Try it out. Go to liquiddeath.com slash absolutely. That's liquiddeath.com slash absolutely. Get free shipping on all water and merch at liquiddeath.com slash absolutely. Or grab some at your local Target. Again, that's liquiddeath.com slash absolutely. But that is also speaks on a sister relationship. Like when my sister and I throw down, it is so nasty and gnarly. And then 30 minutes later, we act like nothing happened. That's a psychotic thing to do. But that's also a sister's relationship. That's just how it goes. That is the name of the game. That's how it rolls. Yes. You're like, I guess. I I love it. You actually get a redneck. You're not just from Augusta. You actually get a redneck. That's how you... And I haven't taken any Adderall today. (laughs) And so... (laughs) That's how you really know. Y'all, they are selling hair extensions and pushing pills on the side. Now, I'm neurodivergent. If you're on TikTok, you know what that is. You're neurodivergent. Is that what they're saying? Amber, yeah. what, what do you what mean? That's what the TikTok says. Like, you know, if, if something doesn't get done, well, I'm ADD. <laughs> We're all ADD. It's because we grew up in front of the television. Our brains are fried. Also, my mom drank wine and smoked cigs when she was pregnant with me. We're lucky to be here, okay? But Amber, let's touch back because you and I, when we met, we met pretty briefly after my dad had passed. And I know that, and I hope you're, obviously we don't have to share this, but you and I have kind of had these heart-to-hearts because, you know, you're newly single again because you Mm -hmm. were married Mm -hmm. and you lost your husband. That's right. Very suddenly. He, yes, he passed in 2014 of uh, aortic aneurysm. Which is what exactly? The the main aorta out of your heart. Okay. He had a bulge on it, but we didn't know. Is that and like a clot? No, it's the it's like a blister on a tube. Okay. And kind of like if you cut a, a hole in a in your 
watering hose. And okay. then the water spurts out the side. Yeah. That's what happened. So he he died suddenly. Didn't see it coming. Instantly. Instantly. It is sleep, yes. And what was it like? Because how old were you when this happened? I was 32. Being a 32-year-old widow. It was... Obviously soul-crushing for many mm-hmm. reasons. You lose the love of your life. But how do you navigate that? You know, because, you know, I, I've now watched my mom be a widow and she was with the love of her life. Mm-hmm. But you're still so young and there's so much... Like, you, you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to like, wow, like, like really harbor on the fact that you were young. But it's like, how do you then pick yourself back up after that and say... You know, even be encouraged to date again. Well, my sister was there for me. Yeah. Um, she really manned. You the push sales. her down the stairs a well, couple yeah. times a day, but right, it's fine. Right. <laughs> she really manned the sales until, you know, I could get back up. But yeah. uh, I, I really, I think my trauma response was just work, work, work. Yeah. And so my baby really became Studio 285 and then Salty Locks. Yeah. And so you know, that's what I, I threw myself into. It's just the work, the road dog, the... Yeah, the road dog. I was going to turn... I, I was a big believer in turning my pain into mm. a passion. I love that. And so whatever... So th- that's why I'm always telling these other girls with the hairline and everything, this is a, a mountain that I'm ready to die on because that's how much I believe in it. I love that. I mean, there is a when you're going through the grief process, there is a sense of like, it's a, when you do, you throw yourself in, into your work. I felt the same way. The only thing that I could do to get through the pain was, and I lost my dad. I didn't lose my husband. That's a totally different, you know, eventually we will lo- lose our parents, but, but, a, but a spouse, I, I just, my heart breaks for you in the sense, cause I'm like, here you are, you just started your life with this yep. person and then you got to start over again. And he had just gotten his fourth degree. Oh We'd my just God. gotten, uh, his first big paycheck. I got that for one month. Got that paycheck for one month. And then you're just... And there was nothing. Lost my health insurance, everything overnight. She, she was she was prepping to be a stay-at-home wife. Yep, yeah. I sure was. <laughs> and now you're running the empire. Now you're running now I'm doing the, the, damn the hair, the, the southern hair empire. I am. Listen, I can't say anything that's going to make that situation better because it's bullshit. You and I have talked about mm-hmm. this. The only thing you could like, you know, when you're like, oh, my husband, I'm like, my dad died. And you're like, my <laughs> husband died. I'm like, well, fuck. We're just shit out of luck this week, aren't we? Because I think it was like a year in between. Yes, it was. It was. And, you know, it's wild to see you back on your feet too trying to date. What's that world been like? Oh now my you're gosh, in your, you know, it's just shit show, man. It's a fucking I, I, shit show. I heard you talk about how Ashley's been on the apps Forget about the apps. The guys on the apps yeah. are just there to play around. Yeah. They're, they're just looking to see what's out there. No apps for me. It, it's literally, if you have a single friend, you need to try to set your single friends up. That's what you should do. That's a good... That's Be a, a matchmaker out yeah. there for all the single ladies and men out there. You do it a lot. You always put the single <laughs> guys on your... I. That is, I get a high off of it because I know that there's so many good guys out there. You have to weed through the bullshit. Yes. But the problem is I always have women that DM me and I'm like, no, no, no. I can't be in charge of the match. Yeah. I will put the guy out there. I will put him up for auction and then you have to take charge of that situation. But, you know, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm actively trying to find my sister somebody. I'm actively always trying to find you somebody. If anybody out, out there has a tall, blonde hair, blue eyed brother. Yeah. I'm here for it. Now, what are your He's not- on my manifestation list. See, we both believe in this. We both yep. believe if you write it down, it's going to happen. Oh, it's going to. Now, what are the qualities? What are your absolutely nots, absolutely yeses in your next relationship? 
like your non-negotiables. And especially after being married now, you know, being married is a whole nother level of commitment. Like what is this? You're like, I will never go into a relationship with X. Oh my gosh. Or is it like, listen, at this point you want low hanging fruit. Standards aren't high. I mean, (laughs) this is what I tell people. The standards really aren't high. She wants blue eyes and blonde hair, but you just have to work a little. Yeah, just work a we little. We like to, we travel and we just don't want to pay don't for be your insecure. plane ticket. We don't want to pay for your food. We don't want to pay for right. your car. Like, just meet us in the middle. Middle. You don't even have to bring Dutch. much to the table. Just just be yeah. able to pay for your dinner. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's yeah. it. Well, and- yeah, I don't want your money. I'm saying we. I'm saying well, we. Well, you'll be marrying she this one, too. She doesn't want her money, but we are a package deal. But she don't want no money. We got our own. We don't need She that. don't want no money. Don't want no. But this is what's so sad. I feel like every time I talk to women, especially, I think, us gals in our late 30s, right? Mm-hmm. Every time I talk to a woman in her late 30s, it's like, I'm asking for the bare fucking mm-hmm. minimum. Because mm-hmm. when you're in your early 20s, you're like, if he's broke, it's one thing. Yeah. But when you're in your 30s and you work as much as you do, right. you're like, I don't have fucking time to deal I with this I just don't shit. want you to complain about my working and don't be insecure because I travel. That's it. Yeah. But it is wild. There are some men who are such homebodies. They need that woman to be at home at five o'clock and do this shit. And we ain't those kind of girls. That's not, that's not going to work for me. Locked and loaded. Yeah. She had hung out with one guy that like had a house and he was like, are you going to move to Alabama and like basically be pregnant barefoot in the kitchen? We're like, get the hell out of here. No, ain't nobody got time for that. That wasn't going to be me because again, I have a passion. Yeah. And I'm following that road. And, you know, you can't get in my way. Right. That. Well, and also you're throwing yourself into your work. It's what brings you joy. Right. You know, you are, you guys have been so successful at it. We'll continue to grow the business. But it's like, yeah, you don't need a man who's going to come and go, I'm, I'm going to lead you home at four o'clock with a casserole. Goddamn. Yeah, no. Amber's a jet that. setter. Yep. You're a Diamond jet- medallion. Always. Delta oh, 100%. Now, what did you tell me earlier? Um, okay, hold on. There's also a thing that I need to back up real quick. I know that I tease you all a little bit about being country, but you're not. But it, Augusta is a specific type of, of Southern. Of Southern. Right. But y'all will say phrases to me that I literally, and I went to school in Mississippi and have no fucking idea. One time y'all came into my house, you go, God damn, Heather, you're putting on the dog. Putting on the dog, yeah. What does that mean? That means like you're getting fancy. Right? You, you're putting, the, the, you're getting out the, the good dog, china. The dog can mean so many things. I mean, like, I'm putting on the dog right now on your hair. Like, I'm not coming to play. I'm putting on the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're getting ready, uh, fancy for an event, and you're getting the makeup, the hair, the jewelry, you're putting on the dog. When I'm going to a new client's house, and I got to show them every ounce of my personality, I'm yep. putting on the dog. Yep. Putting on the dog. You're showing, showing up, up. Showing out. Showing up, showing out. Yep. Listen, I've been on my honeymoon. You know, we keeping it freaky. You know what I'm saying? And listen, I love that before I left, I grabbed my woo. I'm talking about woo more play, baby. And they are back on the podcast to help our audiences have the best sex of their lives. I always love the woo freshy wipes. Okay. Before or after sex, because they're made with coconut water and smell fucking amazing. So you just feel confident, fresh. Also, when you're, if you're on vacation, throw a bunch of those in your bag. They're not just for sex. Okay. They're for any time you want to freshen up, take one of those wipes, freshen it up after a day at the beach, after a day at the lake, you're running around, you're sweating with the kids. You just feel fresh. I keep them in all my bags. My car, everywhere. It's truly the best. Also, makes a great makeup wipe. Just saying. I know, woo, that's probably what you weren't selling them for, but honestly, 
I, I use it to wipe everything because it's clean, natural, fresh. And for the best sex ever, you have to try Woo's Coconut Love Oil. It's made with natural and organic coconut oil. And even though we use it for everything like foreplay, massages, all that, it's still edible. Okay. Listen, your blood sugar gets low in the middle of pound town. Take a little bite. It's like a vanilla cupcake. No joke. I highly recommend tasting that one for yourself. I think it's also great for like a bachelorette bundle. Say if you want to get a couple bottles for one of your friends, just check out all their stuff. I think they're making an incredible product. Woo just launched a new bachelorette bundle on the site, and it seriously is a perfect gift to celebrate your bridesmaids. Easy to buy in bulk for you and your wild bachelorette trips and features the cutest tote bag that says, my sex toys are in here and is filled with the Woo Freshies and Love Oil. I'm freaking obsessed. This is such a great no-brainer gift for your gal pals, you guy friends, whomever. Get it now. Head over to WooMorePlay.com and use code ABSOLUTELY at checkout for 20% off the entire site. Yes, including the Bachelorette Bundle. I got you. Head over to WooMorePlay.com and use code ABSOLUTELY at checkout for 20% off the entire site. I love Article, and I'm talking about this really cool furniture company. Article came into my life because I was searching for all this outdoor patio furniture and everything was backordered like a million years from every other brand. And it was just would come and it would be shittily put together and I hated it. And then somebody turned me onto Article and now I'm so excited that they're a part of this podcast because Article is my freaking jam. Here's the deal. They have launched their new line of outdoor products for summer. And I want you to think like oversized statement loungers, streamlined dining pieces, and easy to style sofas for all of your backyard needs with 42 new pieces plus a selection of bestsellers from seasons past. Article has what you need to outfit the deck or pool deck of your dreams this summer. I love them. Article combines the curation of say like a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. I really thought I was like, okay, somebody told me go to article.com. I'm like on there, I'm shopping. I'm like, wait, this shit is very cute, has phenomenal reviews and their customer service is chef's kiss amazing. Article's team of designers focus on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. They are dedicated to a modern aesthetic of mid-century modern, Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian designs. There's something for everybody on article.com. Fast, affordable shipping is available across the U.S. and Canada and is free on orders over $999. All in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less. So if you're like, damn, I got a, you know, Labor Day party at the end of the year, I got to get this going. Don't worry, go on Article, pick out your furniture today, and they will have it for your party. You save up to 30% off traditional retail prices. Article is able to keep their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups. Article is offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash absolutely, and the discount will automatically be applied at checkout. That's article.com slash absolutely to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Again, article.com slash absolutely. What are some other phrases that you think are specifically Augusta? Specifically Augusta? When we went to dinner for the Masters, Heather laughed really loud because uh, my sister walks around with a bag of all her things, her lactate her okay well i have lots anti-diarrheal um i have nausea medicine i I like to be prepared she has to have her excedrin migraine all these things and so it rattles around she sounds (laughs) she sounds like she takes over the counter but it's just over the counter like tylenol and stuff and uh i think maybe you were a little stressed heather because y'all just swam into town really fast and um, I said, well, Amber, she's got something to make you stand up, sit down, lay down, and play dead. 
That was right. I was literally in tears. And I was like, I'm going to steal that. I'm stealing that. I'm putting it in my show. Yeah, you. when you said, girl, I got anything, I'll make you lay down, stand up. What was it? Sit, play dead. Play, sit down or play dead. That's the funniest shit I've yep. ever heard. This is why I, I love Southerners, though. Real, true Southerners. Because there is just, it comes from such a place of honesty. It comes from such a genuine place of just being like, this is what the fuck it is. Do you know what I mean? There's no bullshit. No bullshit. There's no bullshit in Augusta. Because somebody will call you out on it real quick. You know what I'm saying? Amber, did you just face out for a second? <laughs> I didn't take my Adderall today. <laughs> Wait a minute. Amber literally is sitting three feet from me and just went fucking And you full. wouldn't let me stand up. You No, you can't stand up, Amber. Yeah, because, now there's horse Yeah, everywhere. and I know I'm sweating too, but you just went cross-eyed. Are you good? <laughs> no, I was just... <laughs> I was listening to you and I was thinking about Augusta and I was like, yeah, she's right. Yeah. That, so what do you do for a good time in Augusta when you're not running the hair empire? Oh. I know. Uh, I know. I had a good time in Augusta, but you got to make your own fun. You make your own fun out there. There's nowhere to... Can we talk about something that I know we're going to get in trouble for? What? I'm, and you can only say what you can say. We got to talk about that nuclear plant out there. Oh, God. Mm, okay. Well, let's talk about it then. Her neck's getting redder. My okay. neck's getting red. Yeah, so we've got that nuclear plant out there that we were real <laughs> upset about when 9-11 happened because we thought, we're next. We're next. Um, okay, so we have a crazy uncle. And, um, but we love him, but he's like, he listens to Sublime. He thinks he's Bob Marley, all these things. (laughs) And he used to work out at the plant years ago. He was actually exposed to radiation and they told him not to have any more children. (laughs) (laughs) He says that there was a nuclear, there was a leak. Everybody remembers where they were, right? Well, I can remember that we were all in high school and my uncle comes and gets us out of school. And I'm thinking, what in the hell is happening? And he comes and gets us, and he drops us off at our parents' house. And I'm talking, this was chaos. And it's me, all my cousins. My sister had just had her wisdom teeth taken out, so she was out of it. And my uncle is yelling at my parents saying, we got to get to the other side of the mountain. They're going to get us. He said the only way we were going to survive was to get to the other side of the mountains. And then recently, you don't know what's in that plant. I do. Okay, so here's my question. Every time we get together and I have like even two sips of a glass of wine, Uh I'm like, tell me about the plant. Now, I know you don't know a lot about the plant, but the point of the matter is, haven't there been some like two-headed crocodiles? So you can only drive. So on your way to Hilton Head. Yeah. You can only drive through SRS, okay? Okay. So there's like a gate. You go through it and it literally says on both sides of the, at no point can you stop. There are cameras along the road. They know they know when you come in. They know when you leave. Okay? okay. And out there in those woods, there are animals who have been exposed to that toxic water. And uh, there's three-headed toads, deer that are all messed up, all kinds of stuff out there. I mean, it's... But it's, we don't know what they're... Is it an We don't know plant? what we're doing. We... we <laughs> Oh, Amber, I know that you specifically (laughs) don't know what you're doing, but no, does anybody know what's going on at the plant? I mean, I can tell you what my uncle said. What? It's bad. (laughs) He he says, we don't know. He says, we don't know, and he can't talk about it. You know what? But he also believes in chemtrails, and there's underground 
Can societies. I be honest with you? Can I be honest with you, though? I think your uncle sounds like a damn good time. Oh, he is. He really is. But you, you know what? He told me years ago about the aliens, and now that's coming out on the news. And, and I'll tell you what. Everybody thought we were crazy. when I knew there's something up there. I knew it. That, you can't at tell this point, me. anything's possible. You can't tell me that this universe is so big and we're not the only ones. Now, I'm a God-fearing gal, but I, you don't think that God made a couple other dibble-dabbles? He made something else? I don't want to know about it, though. You want to? No, I want to know <laughs> all of it. Are you more ignorance is bliss? <laughs> I'm, when it comes to the aliens, yeah. But when it comes to the ethical and moral um, high road of hair, hair extensions, you get to the bottom of that's it. What get to the, <laughs> that's a hill I'm willing to die on. But if you maybe you're somewhere out in a field in Augusta, and you see a two-headed toad, and then an alien comes down and gets you. You're going to keep going. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep driving. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen up there in Augusta? Just oh period. Oh, my gosh. The craziest thing. I mean, we own a salon. Yeah. So, like, we are, I mean, now, here's now, the thing. So, yeah. we know a lot of secrets. Right. We know a lot of things that I can't talk about. And I'm not asking you to talk about that. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Let's let's talk about this because we've all worked in service industries, mm -hmm. right? You're in the beauty industry. You're in a service industry. You are servicing people with hair. I We were talking about it earlier. I felt like I've always had like a, a kind decorum with my hairdressers. I always have a good relationship. Mm -hmm. It is wild to me though, especially now in this that I see in this industry when people have fucking shit fits over a haircut, mm -hmm. when people lose their goddamn minds, when they can't get in for, you know, their weekly trim or whatever. What is the wildest thing, maybe from a customer service thing, like an absolutely not that you've seen? Like, don't fucking try and pull this shit in my salon. Oh, one time. So I have security cameras mm -hmm. all around the salon. And I was sitting in my office and I have a big monitor with uh, all the cameras on the monitor. And this one client kept coming to the front door and telling the front desk that she wanted to come in and give Brittany a hug. And I said, no, Brittany's working. She was with another client. I said, she's not giving her a, she's not coming in to give her a hug. I, I still don't know why she wanted to give her a hug. And I saw her breach the front desk, jumped up, ran out of my office, intercepted her through a chair, grabbed her and like did a, I literally shielded my sister with my body from this woman, from this hug. And I said, no, you cannot hug her right now. Brittany was completely aloof, had no idea what was going on. Brittany's turning, going, what, what? I mean, that was the craziest thing but as what, far as, I mean. But what do you, why was she trying to get a hug in? We don't know. It was because oh, what? she had no-showed on her appointment a bunch of times. And I told her it ain't going to work anymore. Because at that point, I was doing literally 30, 35 clients a day. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it was true. Seven days a week, 30 clients a day. I had like four assistants. And she lost her shot. Oh, she didn't, so she was trying she to get back. back my time. And so she was trying to get to me to convince me because the front desk was saying, no, she's not going to take you anymore. So she thought if she could just get to me, I'll give in, you know. I'm the exact same way. I'll give mm -hmm. in. She thought if she got face to face with me and gave me a hug that I was going to be like, oh, well, I'll get you in. But like, really. So when you ask about our dynamic, I'm the older sister, the protector. In the muscle. Yeah, apparently. Well, I'm the thick sister, so there you go. <laughs> Bitch, me too, though. I'm throwing I'm, my pot I'm later. a thick baby. There, I mean, my sister, I, she might have a bone deficiency. Like, I think we need to check her calcium. She's so tiny. She's like a two petite. And there are days where I go, what's that like? 
Seriously. Like she, we, we had a little thing the other day. I like to order her clothes. We had a communication issue because she thought I was ordering her clothes because I thought she had bad style. I was like, no, Ashley, I'm ordering, I'm going on Zara.com to order you clothes because it's so much fun because nothing fucking fits me. Yeah. It is like dressing like a, an American mm-hmm. girl doll. I'm like, mm-hmm. look at all these cute outfits that I wish I could wear myself, but I can't I've wear them. I've never gone to a store and enjoyed trying on clothes. God, no. I've never enjoyed no. that, not one day in my entire life. I have left more Bloomingdale's, Macy's, Banana Republic's, and Nordstrom's in full-blown fucking tears. Yeah. Because if you are not an off-the-rack size mm-hmm. four, the way that they grade shit, there's no mm-hmm. consistency, nothing fucking fits. Nothing. I've just found I have to get a good tailor. I have to get a good tailor. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with her, she walks in. She doesn't even try it on. She goes, we go home and it fits. Oh, look at that. It's so cute. Right. And then meanwhile, Meanwhile. you got fucking psychos trying to give her a hug, maybe to possibly Mm -hmm. stab her and or, you know, smother her with affection so they can get their highlight appointment back. People, women are fucking crazy. When it comes to color. When it comes to color. Now, why do you think that is? Because when I know that I go from zero to 100, there is a, there's no like, I'm growing out my roots. I go from, Sports Illustrated supermodel to troll under a bridge that you have to give riddles to in order to pass. Do you know what I mean? There's no there's no gray area, no pun intended. Brittany, why are women so crazy about their hair? Well, they're just, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'd actually love to know because I actually hate getting my hair done. Yeah, we kind of, we like, hate it. We I hate absolutely hate sitting down and getting my hair done. So I'd actually love to know what it is. I mean, I have a, I have a really good person. That's our crowning glory. I mean, it is your permanent accessory, and you should be getting your hair done properly because if your hair looks good, you don't really need makeup and the good clothes. And that's what we say now with the extensions is, like, you don't have to. You can just buy your outfit off Amazon if your hair looks good. You know, you don't Ain't that a point? All the extra that is true. Good. But, I mean, I think they love me because I have a wonderful personality. <laughs> <laughs> is that and what you it do. is? Britt does. Listen, we the, when we get together, the highlight Obviously, I love actually getting my highlights. But the highlight of the day that we get highlights is giggling with y'all. We talk more shit, Mm -hmm. giggle harder, because, again, it's that kindred spirit. We're just getting together, putting on the dog. Putting on the goddamn dog. I don't know if that actually works. I don't know if that works. It works. Amber, go with it. Okay? I'm trying to learn. (laughs) What have you learned in the beauty industry or maybe just running a business? Has there been anything that you've learned about yourself that has surprised you with running running a beauty empire. Well, I mean, we they always think that we're stupid. Oh, yes. Elaborate on that. Uh, well, uh, for one, we so we bought land in Augusta and we built our building on it. And I had to go to, I wanted to paint the building white. And in Augusta or in Evans, everything was, all the buildings were either brick or they were cream colored. So right. me having this white building, I had to go to the county and actually go to a meeting and, um, like, petition to make it white. To make it white. A white building. And I've had to do that with my house right now. We still had to pay $12,000. So, we, yeah. Robin just chimed in. How about thirteen? Oh. Yeah, we got raked over the coals with that bullshit, too. Oh. I don't know what it is. What is what it? What is it with everybody doing, like, a white brick building? A white? It, literally, it was a brick building. Then we were just going to paint it white. And no other building, I guess, was white at the time. So go figure. So I sat there in this this meeting, 12 men at a round table. I was at the head of it. They discussed for a minute. 
And then this one big, huge guy, he leaned back in his chair and scratched his belly. And he said, now, what you trying to build over there, little girl? No. And I said, no. I stood up. I said, well, sir. And I tried to go into the business model, the business plan. Anyways, I got my white building. Hell yeah, you did, mm-hmm. bitch. Yep. You got that white I building. I got my white building. And now there's a bunch of buildings that are white. For it, to get the loan for it. We oh, went through five banks. We went through and five we, banks. And we had 11 pages, uh, like 11 years mm-hmm. in a bound book, so professionally put together. And we went to these banks. They're like, nah, nah, nah. We had to go to a woman to be able to get and the loan. And that was all because... Of course you did. My sister is not married, and I was a widow. And so they were saying there was two women not married was a risk. And I said, so if it was Adam and Brad on the application instead of Amber and Brittany, you would have given them the money. They also didn't like that I had three cars. Yeah. Even though I had the debt to income ratio to, to support cover it, it all. They're like, why it do you didn't have matter. three cars? I'm like, it was because I don't have any kids and I can afford that. Like, that's <laughs> why. You want something done right, you give it to a woman. That's the way it is. Okay, Robin's also, we're just, Robin's just to paint the picture, guys, we are sitting around the island just talking shit right now. But that's interesting because, I mean, Amber, I've had that so many times even mm-hmm. in comedy. Yeah. It is wild. Every male comedian can get their special paid for by Netflix, by this, by that. And then in women, they're like, and listen, I like, I like self-producing. I have the control. And that's, that's yeah. a whole other thing. I'm in a space to have the creative control. But it is wild. Even in the comedy business, they're going to give a guy an opportunity mm-hmm. far quicker than they'll, they'll give a female. And it's so interesting in business, too. You got to jump. You got to sit at a fucking bank. Mm-hmm. When I started Absolutely Not Production, you had to sit at a fucking bank and convince these dumb... Whatever. I had a not PowerPoint presentation along with a bound book. And the, they were so impressed by my presentation. But if you were Adam... And Brad. I said. And Brad, you would have gotten the loan. We would have gotten prison. it. Adam and Brad could have not had wives, and that would have been fine. But because it was Amber and Brittany, and we were unmarried... We were a risk. That is that's some literally what the backwards bank said. bullshit. Let me tell you what Betsy Ross didn't fucking fight for our rights, mm-hmm. and and I think she actually sewed the American flag together. But regardless, <laughs> she didn't sew that American flag for Amber and Britt of uh, Studio Two Eighty Five to have to go to mm-hmm. six different fucking banks to get these men to tell you you need to be married in order for me to give, to give you, you a loan. Give you a loan, Robin. You a Robin, loan. what do you want? Come here. Robin is, she's she's on it. Come on, you can use my microphone. That's why, Heather, I think we women need to band together and have our own bank. <gasps> oh. Snap. Yeah. So you think we should, should we have our own currency? Did you know that there's a shortage on tampons right now? <gasps> yeah, kick us while they're down. They ran out of baby formula, and now That's there's fine. no- That's fine. We'll free bleed. <laughs> That's fine. That's on them. That's on them. That's on them. Guess what? I'm going to take out this diva cup. I'm going <laughs> to hang out in my white building in, in Augusta, Georgia. I'm going to free bleed. Go back and just make up a fake business. Go back and go back to the bank, uh-huh. to the same guy who scratched his belly and said, y'all, y'all. Hey, what you trying to build, little girl? What you trying to build, little girl? And go, sir, I'm trying to build this. This is what's in my bank statement. And guess what? I just bled on this, <laughs> this bench and then walk out. I just bled on your bench and just walk out. The fuck out and be like, you know what? You know what, little man? I don't even need your money. And then just walk out. I like that free bleed. 
Briefly. Listen, when you get into business, and I think that, you know, when men don't really fully understand, it's like, no, no, no. Like, you know, Jeff and I always joke, he's like, Heather, you're empowered. You're doing whatever the fuck you want right now. But then he sees some of this business stuff that I have to go through mm-hmm. too on the other end. He's like, this is fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. Been trying to tell you this, son. But you're over there sitting in your Penn State jersey watching ESPN, <laughs> the red zone. Eating chimichangas, not worrying about a goddamn thing. I can't talk bad on Jeff. No, we love Jeff. He threw a little bit of a temper tantrum, though, it when you guys got little. here. It was. And it, will you explain to the audience? Because I think it'll be way funnier coming from you. He was upset over a comb <laughs> that Heather had misplaced in a drawer. That was next to his toothbrush, Amber. He had a toothbrush. That's the part of the story that got me. The toothbrush was in a drawer just in the drawer, no protection around it no whatsoever. Protection. Raw dog it. Raw dog the toothbrush in the drawer. Oh, oh it was a raw. Next to his hair and his toenail clippers. It, yeah, so so I open our top drawer, which has like all of our toothpaste and, and floss and, you know, like some razor cartridges, all nice and organized. And Jeff got upset because he couldn't find his dirty comb. I said, honey, I took the comb and the clippers away from the same little organizer from the container store that you had your fucking toothbrush in. That's disgusting. Men, men, some days they perplex me. I don't get it. I don't know what we're supposed to do anymore. What do we do, Amber? What the fuck do we do? About what? You just zoned out. It's the Adderall. My bad. Amber was. I'm a neurodivergent. Amber was just checking her neurodivergent (laughs) emails. Well, literally, I'm staring I'm running an empire over here on this podcast. All right, Amber, listen. Oh, listen, this is what I'm going to do. I know you're busy. Brit's running the damn show. What is, is there anything that you want to say to the audience just in general about life? Any words of encouragement of women going into business, running their damn thing? Really, the best advice that I ever got was from my aunt. What'd she say? She said, keep it dry, put a little powder on it. (laughs) Wait a minute. Again, Amber. When, when I said, explain what putting on the dog is, what in the fucking hell does keep it dry, put a little powder on it mean? What does that mean, Amber? Shh. You, you keep it dry. It dry. Keep your- oh, you're talking about your vagina? Yes. Oh, so that was actually specifically a- I mean, it's just like in general in your life, like don't let things- Take care of things. Care of things. Keep- you're screaming, Amber. Now you're screaming. Okay. Wait, say, take care of things. Take care of things. Mm-hmm. Keep it dry. Put a little powder on it. And ladies and gentlemen, that right there in a nutshell is why you came to our TED Talk today on women's empowerment and how to be a boss bitch and run your shempire. Britt, I'm going to let you, let you say one last word and then we'll let you guys get to uh, blowing out this bad bitch hair. Well, my little piece of advice would be nothing good comes easy. So if what we were doing was easy, we wouldn't have what we have. So when you have a goal, when it gets hard, just keep doing it because just know nothing good comes easy. I love that. And nothing bad comes without a bump of meth. You know what I'm saying? Nothing bad comes without meth. Nothing. We're an Adderall. So let me let my neurodivergent friend here do a couple zoomies around this enormous island in our kitchen. And she needs to go out and get some fresh air. 
Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you can call into the hotline 800-213-7503. And I highly encourage you to listen. If you, if you want to get some new hair, obviously these girls are very important and special in my life. But I also just think they're fucking fantastic and they are running a great business. Best hair in the game. You can get clipping extensions. You can get the weaves, the weft, all of it. Go to, what is it? Amber, give us, give us the back call. SaltyLocksHairExtensions.com. Okay. Or follow us on Instagram, SaltyLocksHairExt. Ooh, I like it. And if you um, are in the Augusta area, call them at Studio 285. Studio 285. I love it. We'll see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Arrivederci. Ciao, bella. Ciao, ciao. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.